Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA high school soccer championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Handoff Walker, touchdown! Easy like Sunday morning, Tawi! And the Sooners are back on top in Dallas. 23 seconds. Gabriel has the football, looks to throw. He's under pressure, he lobs in zone, touchdown! Wrapping up the show here on a Monday. I want to tell you about our friends at Dingman's Collision Center. They have uh, four great area locations. Best place, first of, o- or first of Omaha. Best of Omaha. First place, <laughs> 18 years running. There we go. They've been in business for 25 years, family-owned and operated. They can work on all your makes and models with the latest technology. And they've got a terrific give-back program. Go to dingmans.com for more information. We are joined now by Eric Bailey, who covers Oklahoma for the Tulsa World. Eric, how are you this morning? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you guys doing today? We are doing great. I have to imagine it is a much more pleasant time to live in the state of Oklahoma when the Red River rivalry goes your way. Um, what's the, uh, I guess, what's the attitude around Oklahoma this morning and kind of this weekend? Uh, it, it almost felt like the culmination of a turnaround from sort of a disappointing year last year to, hey, maybe Oklahoma's ba- uh, on the right track again. Boy, talk about a complete 180 in one year's time. <laughs> right. Uh, can you imagine what – just think about what it was like uh, the Monday after uh, Red River rivalry last year, 49 nothing loss. Uh, everyone wondered what the back half of the season was going to be like last year, and everyone witnessed it last year. And now Oklahoma 6-0, and ranked number five in the AP poll. Uh, Trajectory is going way up. Uh, should be favored the rest of the regular season – and undoubtedly probably will get Texas again in the Big 12 title game if everything goes like as planned. Uh, Brent Venables has really turned this program around and just impressed. Uh, last year was a rebuilding year. I, I, you know, Brent Venables will never say that out loud, but I think that's what it was. And everyone's excited at Oklahoma. Uh, things are looking up, and uh, it was an incredible rebuilding job uh, by Venables and his staff. Eric, just being totally, I guess, honest here, how much of that rebuild had to do with the fact of 
how much talent that Lincoln Riley took with him when he left that job. I mean, that kind of has been a thing that's really changed the nature of some of these coaching hires than was way different than just a few years ago. Yeah, and I think that's it. I mean, he when he left, it really took there, – there was so much roster turnover. I think 97 uh, first- and second-year players on this roster, this current roster, this has really uh, morphed into to Brent Venable's team. Uh, you know, there's just a handful of players on this roster that have won a Big 12 title, which is incredible. Do you think that, when you think about that, there's not a lot of players on this roster that have experienced a Big 12 title. So when when Lincoln left, it, it, you know, there's not a lot of holdovers, and that's what that was what Brent Venables had to, to rebuild. Uh, when he came the first year, he was just trying to plug in holes and just find able bodies to try to to learn his system, learn the culture he is trying to teach. So it took time. And in year two, uh, the, you know, he went heavy in the transfer portal in year two to find to, to plug in those spots and, and, and find the needs that he really had. Remember last year, uh, the first year, year one, he only had a month to really hit hit hit, or really a couple of weeks before signing day to hit some of the needs. Well, he, this past year, uh, he he hit a lot of those needs, and we're seeing the impact that those eight or nine transfer portal players on defense. Uh, that that fit what he wants to do, and they're making a huge impact because defensively, Oklahoma is playing at a level uh, we haven't seen in, in, in over a decade. Of those big impact names or transfers, who has lived up to the expectation, especially in a game like this that may be new to them and just has all the pressure and excitement surrounding it? Who really showed up this past weekend in, in one of those transfers? You know, we're seeing guys like uh, maybe a young guy, a uh, sophomore, Dason McCullough, a guy out of Indiana, uh, was thrust into a starting position at the Cheetah role. Uh, he's a guy who uh, Oklahoma lost their starting Cheetah to injury, and he was really thrown into a position where he needed to play a lot of snaps. And uh, he really does well. Uh, he did well this past weekend. Uh, he was a guy that did well. Uh, Rondell Bothroy out of Big Wake Forest. He's an older guy. He played, you know, a fifth, six-year guy uh, that came in here, and he's learned the system so well. He was big. He played huge uh, for the Sooners as well. Uh, you, you just go around. Dejon Terry, a guy on the defensive line from Notre Dame, uh, he had a huge play in the fourth quarter, uh, took, uh, took uh, Texas out of rhythm on that last drive. There's a lot of players that have came in and just made huge plays. Guys playing in their first OU Texas game, that made impacts. Uh, they didn't know what to expect. They were older players, played on different levels, different games. Uh, they came in and they made big plays of this that uh, really sealed the win for the Sooners on Saturday. We're talking with a Eric Bailey of the Tulsa World. He covers Oklahoma. You know, you're talking about guys that are playing in their first OU Texas game. One of those guys, despite starting most of last year, was Dylan Gabriel, who was not available for the Texas game last year. It seems like even though he was pretty good last year for Oklahoma, it seems like he's taken his game to an even higher level this year. What's it been like watching his development from year one to year two uh, at Oklahoma? Extremely mature guy. I mean, here's a guy who started his career at UCF with Jeff Levy, uh, OU's current offensive coordinator. So 
there was that relationship there. You just wondered when the carryover would really hit its stride at Oklahoma. They worked together last year. Uh, you know, they had their ups and downs last year as they tried to recreate what they did at UCF. And now we're seeing the productivity that kind of we expected at Oklahoma this year. And going into the season, a lot of fans here wondered who was going to be the impact players at wide receiver. There were a lot of names, but no one had really – uh, proven themselves and uh, lo and behold there's a ton of people making plays at the wide receiver position uh, and Bill Gabriel has chemistry with a lot of those players he has a lot of confidence and faith with those guys making plays and Dylan Gabriel uh, it was funny uh, you never thought you'd use the word Heisman Trophy with him but his odds skyrocketed after this Texas win we're seeing him number three number four in the Heisman straw pose now odds makers have him really as a Heisman candidate uh, you know, as they keep winning, I think those odds will stay up high. And, uh, you know, who would have thought that? You know, being a quarterback in Oklahoma, you're going to get a lot of attention. You probably get too much credit when things are going really good. <laughs> hmm. You probably get too much disdain when things are going bad. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, but I think it's, it's a tough position, especially after you're following guys like Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and Jalen Hurts, and Spencer Rattler, and, and Caleb Williams. Those five quarterbacks, look how special those five are. And then when you're trying to follow those guys, this is a fan base that's used to outstanding quarterback play. It's a tough role, and uh, he, he did something that no other Oklahoma quarterback has done in OU history, throw for 250 and run for 100 in this OU-Texas game. He did that on Saturday. Not even Kyler Murray did that. So he's really uh, – he, he's – placed his name in the OU record book with his performance on Saturday. Yeah, I want to talk about that. The stats of this game were pretty wild. Like, even for Texas, they put up a lot of good numbers. But on the Oklahoma side, you have almost 500 total yards of offense, 81 plays. Like, is that just the nature of this game, or is that something that wants to be the identity of this Oklahoma team? They like to go fast. That's the thing. They they, they go fast. That's Jeff Levy's M.O. He wants to stamp the ball, get it going, move, use tempo, uh, get the defense moving, 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 and that's what they did against Texas. Uh, the one thing Oklahoma has struggled with this year, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a storyline the rest of the year, is they really haven't been able to establish a run game. And that's one thing that helped Oklahoma win is Gabriel used his legs. Uh, he, you know, he was just, it was his career high with rushing yards. Uh, I think he had 113 against the Longhorns. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something that he hasn't really shown. And uh, I think that was huge. And Steve Sarkeesian even said that after the game, uh, they didn't expect him to run the football the way he did. So I think that's the key. Uh, we always talk running back by committee uh, when, when teams can't you know, find an established running back. Well, you got to throw Gabriel to the Bix with the way he was able to run the football. And those runs weren't all scrambles. They were designed run plays. Uh, uh, some quarterback draws, and I think that going forward, that might be just another way Oklahoma is able to move the ball on the ground. Uh, now, you got to be careful with that, too, because you don't want your quarterback taking too many hits, but I think that that's something that Oklahoma may throw a little bit more, another wrinkle that they may throw in there, just to be able to move the ball on the ground. So, uh, moving forward, that might be something that you may see more of, uh, just with the lack of just that that game-breaking running back that they don't have on the roster this season. Eric, we'll get you out of here on this one. Uh, looking at the rest of Oklahoma's schedule, uh, not a ton of world beaters on that thing. At Kansas in a couple weeks might be the toughest one left on the slate there. How do you think they're going to deal with getting through this schedule without maybe looking ahead to a likely rematch with Texas in the Big 12 championship game? 
This is where it all comes to Britt Biddle making sure this team's focused on a week-to-week basis and just making sure you're focused on what game at a time. That's such coach speak, but I think that's going to be so important for this coaching staff. You know, focus on UCF coming into town in two weeks, and then, you know, that Kansas game is going to be tough. And who, who would have thought when Oklahoma and Texas leave the Big 12, Kansas could run this league in football and basketball. <laughs> Who would have thought that? No, We'll see what the newcomers say about that. Colorado and Arizona, Arizona State. Now. But who would have thought KU football and basketball? I think the BYU game is really a dream. Mm. That's yep. going to be a tough game. They, oh, you have to go to Provo late the season, and that could be a night game. That could be a primetime game. I think that's going to be a tough, tough video to go in and get a win. I think that, in my eyes, that might be the toughest game for Oklahoma down the stretch, but it's it's all up to Lincoln Riley and his coaching staff to have this team prepared week in, week out, to win Saturday, would go 1-0 and on Saturdays. And again, I'm starting to sound like a coach, but <laughs> I, think, I think that's going to be the biggest challenge for this team. Don't read your press clippings. Focus on one game at a time and, and, and try to get into that Big 12 title game. Uh, that's Eric Bailey from the Tulsa World covering Oklahoma. We appreciate your time. Eric, we'll talk to you again soon. Hey, thanks for having me on. You guys have a good week, okay? You too. That's Eric Bailey. Appreciate his time from the Tulsa World. That's all we have for you here today on a Monday on Herd Out Sports Radio. We'll be back tomorrow on AM590 ESPN Tri-Cities and KFOR in Lincoln.